Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good, clean, fun. Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. This is AutoLine Daily for February 28th, and now the news. And it is lead-acid batteries that are in the news. China has shut down a plant owned by Johnson Controls in Shanghai, saying lead emissions from the plant poisoned 49 children who live in the area. Johnson Controls disagrees vehemently with those conclusions, saying it operated well below local and national regulations. Hey, is it just me? Or does it seem that China's getting very good at prosecuting foreign companies? Meanwhile, JCI says that the cost of lead-acid batteries in the U.S. will be going up by a few dollars because of tighter regulations on lead emissions at battery factories. You know, interesting aside here, as recently as the 1970s, when lead brazing was commonly used to join the roof and rear quarter panels in cars, the men who worked in the body shops were given a glass of milk to drink after their shift. The theory was that the milk would wash the lead out of your body. I don't know where they ever got that idea, but by the early 1980s, lead was banned from body shops in the U.S. We've been following the heavy commercial truck market here at AutoLine Daily because of the astounding growth that segment is going through. And it looks like the good news is only getting started. A study from the Boston Consulting Group says that the market for commercial trucks in the three to five ton gross vehicle weight category will be booming in the BRIC countries, Brazil, Russia, India, and China. There are roughly five million of those trucks sold worldwide today, and that's expected to jump to 6.8 million by the end of the decade. Holden, GM's Australian subsidiary, has just started production of an LPG-powered Commodore. Ward's Auto reports this large car has been extensively re-engineered to run on liquefied petroleum gas. In Australia, domestically produced LPG is 30% cheaper than gasoline. The LPG Commodore has a modified 3.6-liter V6 with a special fuel delivery system and a 12.2 to 1 compression ratio. And that's because LPG has a high octane rating. Output is 240 horsepower with 235 pound-feet of torque. Fuel economy on the Australian driving cycle works out to just under 20 miles per gallon, and that's about 11.8 liters per 100 kilometers. Fuel is contained in a 22.2-gallon aluminum tank, and that does not limit trunk space. The LPG option is about 3,700 U.S. dollars, but buyers can apply for a $2,100 tax credit. You know, not only is LPG cheap, it has much less carbon in it than gasoline. Chrysler's Mopar brand is expanding into more and more markets. It just landed in China and the United Arab Emirates, and now it's got South America in its sights. The Motor Parts Division just set up shop in Argentina and Brazil, stocking tens of thousands of fixins to support the company's Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram brands that are there. 
A few weeks ago, we saw sketches. Now Kia released the photographs of its new flagship sedan. This rear-wheel drive K9 goes on sale in the Korean market in the first half of the year. But is Peter Schreier, Kia's top designer, taking the safe road? We think the K9 kind of looks like a soggy Infiniti M with a bangle butt, and the front third of it could have been stolen from Maserati. We'll likely have more details on this car next month once the Geneva Motor Show opens its doors. The Smart for Two has been a miserable sales failure, but that's not stopping big automakers from making more small cars. Coming up next, Jack Hollis from Scion takes us through the new IQ. Reducing exhaust emissions, airified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability, DowAerify.com. Can you sell dinky little cars in big volumes, especially in the American market where small cars historically have done poorly? Scion thinks you can, and that's why we have none other than Jack Hollis, the vice president of Scion, to take us through the car. Well, hello, my name is Jack Hollis. Uh, I'm the vice president of Scion, and I get a chance to, I'll take you around this car a little bit, tell you a little bit about Scion and the IQ. So it's the Scion IQ. This is the fourth model in the lineup of Scion cars to join the XB, the XD, and the TC. And very much like the original XB was, we see this car being kind of an icon to our industry. Why? Well, obviously unique color, unique shape, but also unique size. Now, what you don't know about this car yet, and you're gonna see it in here in a second, is it's only 10 feet in length. Yes, it will fit right underneath that basketball hoop. So, if you look at this car, 10 foot in length, pretty small car. But what's great is it drives like a big car. Well, maybe not, because the turning radius is just like a small one. And here's how it works. We can actually, with the four wheels put to the furthest corners of this vehicle, we're able to create a driving circle's diameter of only 13 feet. Pretty strong. It's also a small car in the gas that it uses. Now, we are really excited about it. It gets 36 miles per gallon in the city, 37 miles per gallon in the highway, and a combine of 37 miles per gallon. And you're gonna find this to be the best of any non-hybrid car in our industry. As we go into the interior of the car, I get really excited about what this car has to offer. And, and what, you will, you, what you will see here is the ease that you take a seat out, put this straight into the, into the seat bottom, open this up, and there's really a ton of room. And not only is there room, but you know, when you look at a car like this, it'd be obvious that, you know, hey, how about safety? As you can see right here, this vehicle has 11 standard airbags, including the world's first rear window curtain airbag. That's what we're really excited about that. As we look more into the interior, you'll notice about there are, we have offset front seats. What this allows us to do is to um, have a three plus one seating configuration by seating the passenger seat a little bit forward, giving a full-size adult room in the rear passenger seat to be able to both ingress and egress, but also just to sit and enjoy the ride. Now, it is the world's smallest four-seater, but it's mostly for a three-plus-one seating. You'll also notice the center stack there, um, which is really one of the highlights, especially the entertainment system, which comes now with standard Bluetooth and HD radio in all Scion IQs, as well as all Scion products. You know what? This car has so much that we could talk about. It goes on sale coming this fall. 
and all of this, and so much more, but under $16,000, including your delivery fee. It's really a fun car, an innovative car for the U.S., and we're really excited about uh, providing it to everyone. Thanks. I liked everything about the IQ when I had a chance to test drive it, except its continuously variable transmission. I felt that took away from the driving pleasure, but other than that, I think the IQ is a good little car. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.